Welcome to the Technoid Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Beth Bond it's joining me. me. How Hello. you doing, Scott? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, so the last time you were on the show, uh, we had Terry Brax in. We had Alita, uh, what's the full name? Alita Wolf, but you got to get the middle one. If we don't get the middle one, Miranda. You got to get Alita, Alita Miranda, Miranda Wolf, Wolf, and then you have like the 52 pages of Google. Um, <laughs> we had them on to talk about a big event that is Thursday. Power I, Women. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to have you give us a little rundown of what people can look forward to. This is going to go out uh, the day before that, or or yeah, it should go out either tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Great. So we should be good to go. So tell us a little bit about what uh, what this event is and uh, what's the advantage and so on and so forth. Yeah. So Women Tech Founders. I'm a chair of education um, with that Shocker. organization, and uh, we have the Midwest Women in Tech Conference coming up Thursday at UI Labs. Okay. So Love not UI only Labs. is if that you haven't the, been there, you oh, should go there. Check it out. Incredible. Super. Cool. super strange kind of location to yep. navigate to but yep. um it's like this incredible collaboration of all industry right yep. so um we're going to be taking over ui labs from i think it's 10 until 7 on thursday and it's just going to be a great power packed day full of you know women tech leaders public officials um, there's a pitch contest too correct there's five uh, pitch contestants, okay. women-led startup companies, and actually the winner will receive twenty five hundred dollars. So pretty good. What do, for what do you What budget. are you guys looking for on the determining that? Like, what is what are some of the strengths that if yeah. they're not participating in this one, obviously they're not if uh, they haven't been selected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the next go round, what what are you guys looking for? So obviously women-led, um, but it's it's really just um, do you have an innovative idea that has a good roadmap to revenue? And it's kind of evaluated just like any other pitch competition, right? So um, the only criteria is that, you know, you have at least majority of your founding team be a female. Okay. Um, so it's everything from food tech to fintech. And um, at the end of the day, we'll have a bunch of awesome judges hearing out all of these women. We have a separate kind of student delegation room where CPS high school students will be um, doing a huge design thinking workshop, rapid innovation around upward mobility for the next generation. Should be such a great day. So awesome. if you haven't got your ticket, get it now. Where do they go? You go to MidwestWomenInTech.com. MidwestWomenInTech.com. Very cool. Thank you. Well, uh, speaking of labs, you know, the kind of thing that gets built in a lab is doggy goo. Do you know what doggy goo is? I can't wait to find out. This is the- I've been hearing goo. Goo. Doggy goo. 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 Um, So if if you're a fan and a follower of Technori, you should know doggy goo just because one of our biggest fans and probably our most popular commenter on Technori- is Steve the Goo Man, Doggy Goo Man, who I decided finally we should just get him in here and talk about Doggy Goo and what it is because it's, uh, I think the marketing is hilarious. I think the whole thing is amazing. But behind all the laughter and stuff, uh, there's actually like a product here that's that's worth knowing. So, wait a minute, wait turn, a minute. On turn on the radio. My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though. Play it I hope though, right. you got in tune. Got he in talking tune. bigger business. Big he make business. a lot of moves. Lot of he talking uh, Without further uh, ado, without further ago, oh, wow. uh, Steve, welcome to the show. Can't thank you guys enough. Technori's major Chicago, major startup. I'm Chicago. I'm real proud of it. And I'm here to talk about goo. Who is not ready to talk about some goo? I'm ready to hear about it. What is doggy goo for the layman? Well, doggy goo is a gooicious peanut butter treat, 100% natural, that you give to your dog on a daily basis. But there's method to the goo madness. There's more. As I said, we have in our presence a beautiful spring happening. Oh, yes. Yeah. But with spring Final. come allergies. And not only for our two-legged animals, us humans, but for our four-legged animals as well. 
Our dogs are allergic to the same pollen, dust mite, and molds we are, huh. and that's where doggy goo comes to play. It's interesting. I just saw a commercial actually uh, yesterday for dogs with ir- skin irritations to climate as well as food and other things that are around the house. Yep. So it's a it's a it is a an industry that is. I'm going to look at this. I'm going to be real, Steve. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I, I love my dog and would spend and waste whatever dollar amount it takes <laughs> to make sure that Boo-Ray is, is Baruin until he's 50. Um, 50 human years, not dog years. I want Boo-Ray to live like four lifetimes. Um, and I'll waste all my money on it. But I also think that like pets is something where you can get human beings to spend just about anything on just about it's anything yeah. on their pets. Pets and babies. And so like pets and babies. So like on <laughs> one hand, it's like, come on, dude. But on the other hand, as a business person, I think it's a brilliant. I, I think it's a a huge, gigantic marketplace. Well, there is a dollar figure to it, but with any investment, I always say that you measure an investment by your heart, your mind, and then your pocketbook. Depending and, on who you ask. Well, uh, the people that measure it only by the pocketbook, frankly, I don't speak with yeah. because I always lead with the heart. And in the case of Goo, we have parents pet parents Mm -hmm. who love their animals. And our animals, whether you're a canine or a feline pet parent, they have a very special part in your heart. And when you bring an animal into your life, you bring into a special agreement. You take care of them, they take care of you. And by taking care of them, that means health. And where you and I bring our troublemakers into our bodies through respiratory sneezing, with our dogs, it's all about the itchy skin. Yeah. And when you take a look at the manifestations of allergy, that's the constant itching, paw chewing, gunky ears, hot spots, yeast and bacteria issues are all manifestations of that internal allergy fire burning in your dog. Hmm. See, I never I didn't like know that. I you know, I I saw the commercial and I was thinking like well, I was actually thinking of you. I was thinking, this is amazing that there is this like opportunity out there. And I never really, I guess I never thought of dogs as having allergies of yeah, like ours. I mean, it's, it is, uh, I, I hate again to put a dollar figure on it, but it is a very serious, serious moneymaker business oh, for I'm a lot sure. of people. And um, heart is great. I mean, you, of course, you love the dogs. And, and honestly, you're not going to be able to get people to buy this product. Doggy goo is not going to get purchased because you're like, Please be a part of a trillion-dollar industry. You're going to get them because you're going to say, doggy goo is going to make your dog live longer and live a happier life, and so they're going to spend the money. Uh, today's pet parents are proactive medical consumers like yourself, Scott, and, and they're very versed not only in their health but their animal's health, and they want to be as natural as possible, give the body as what it needs to do its job as naturally as possible. And probably the rallying call for a lot of pet parents is, Prevention trumps treatment any day. Yeah. And in the in the case of allergies, uh, that allergy uh, snowball starts rolling at birth and only gains speed and mass as time goes on. And what may be an occasional itchy dog at year, year and a half, oh, that's just what dogs do, becomes more and more of an incessant 24-hour, 365, keep-you-up-all-night kind of yeah. itch that then moves into uh, hot spots, skin irritations. Here comes infection. Here comes a visit to the DVM. Here come antibiotics, and now your gut biome is, well, thrown out of whack from the antibiotics, wow. in addition to an allergy snowball that's rolling, rolling yeah. bigger and faster. So would you say, how? so like, how knowledgeable are you on the subject of like individual breeds of dogs? Uh, allergies, uh, I'm also involved with human allergies. In fact, that's what brought me to the canine allergy side. Uh, to your point, though, just as humans are very, allergies in humans are very mom and dad driven. And in our animals, it's also 
breed driven. There are breeds that are genetically predisposed to a higher level of allergies than other. Uh, the average 20% of our population dogs have allergies, and it's environmental allergies, not food. Or flea is really not an allergy as much as it is a venom type of yep, thing. Yep. And uh, But um, Retriever is the top breed. Uh, genetically predisposed. The terriers are there. The pushed-in nose dogs are there. GSDs, German Shepherd dogs, are also there. Oh, wow. And uh, how about Bazengis? Uh, you've got yourself a rather mm, uh, exotic yeah. breed. Yes. Okay. He's a strange um, cookie. Um, <laughs> it's not on the list, but but I do I do really want to emphasize to pet parents to be on allergy alert to the first emerging signs of allergy, because it's only a snowball that will roll bigger and faster. What no are time. some of those things? I mean, obviously you mentioned you know the scratching and the licking the paws and, and other such things, but exactly. like what is it? What does it look like? Versus like. Bazengis, if you don't, for those of you out there who don't know, I mean, be woke on this people. Oh, wow. Bazengis, it's a lovely breed. It's an amazing breed. Uh, they say uh, stare at the donut, not the hole. And if you see what a Bazengi looks like, you'll get what that joke means. Um, at any rate, uh, they have a propensity to lick their paws like constantly. They're cleaning themselves constantly. So, like, if I was a pet owner, what am I looking for to know? When it's like it's just normal versus it's like a real like this is something that should become a concern. You bet. Um, to to the point of uh, paw chewing, what you've got there is the uh, immune system is suppressed because of allergies, and the small crevices, paw uh, crevices, are moist, and that leads to opportunistic yeast and bacteria to grow because the immune system is suppressed. The bacteria yeast make their own itch material. And that's what your dog is trying to itch when they're going after their paws. Hmm. And the same is true on the skin. And when those pollen mites and molds land on the sensitive skin of the ear, the ear says, I'm irritated, cranks up the gunk machine to try to remove that irritant hmm. to no avail. But now the ear is a warm, moist Petri dish for yeast to grow. Yeah. And yeast makes its itch on top of the allergy itch, and you've got a gunky ear out of control. Where what like What is it not that you're a vet, and I didn't bring you in to be a vet, but like what... What are the things that look healthy? Like, what, what does good behavior look like? Just trying to get people a juxtaposition so they know good and bad. I have pet parents that haven't slept a, a good night's sleep in uh, a year. Yeah. Uh, their animal is just incessantly chewing on themselves, licking themselves, biting at themselves, itching. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between a doggy itch and an allergy itch. And, uh, again, I go back to the allergy alert that when you do see the incident and the uh, frequency uh accelerate that's your chance your time to really give okay. doggy good call i was gonna say because because boo ray will spend usually every tuesday night he licks all of his paws for like 45 minutes uh in bed and then that's awesome to lay down in that bed um <laughs> but then that's it he only does it tuesdays usually about six o'clock well otherwise he's good i would here we are again looking at a beautiful spring but mm -hmm. with that come the allergies yep. and we're at peak peak uh, allergy season and uh, there is again that ounce prevention pound of cure strategy so what, what's the harm of me giving him some doggy goo actually not you probably do have I, again I don't want to be predispositional but it's very possible that you do have the emerging building embers of allergy to an external flame over yeah. time and I even to your point and about breeds uh, retrievers as an example retrievers are right now the go-to breed for our guide dogs yeah. and our, mm -hmm. our are, are seeing eye dogs, that type of thing. But they're also go through all this magic training and a lot of money and TLC only to be placed with their respective uh, vision-challenged individual. Yeah. But then the itching starts. They start chasing it and knocking it down with steroids, which is only a temporary thing. And pretty soon that animal is 
is peeing in harness, which is a no-no for guide dogs yeah. because that's what steroids do. And they move on, and they have to retire these animals because they just are consumed yep. by allergies. Huh. So to, to the point is, and, and this is why I'm so excited to be here, is I really would like uh, to, uh, as part and parcel to this opportunity, we have a, a lovely promotion code to really put uh, put a savings into the pet parents' pockets because if there ever was that ounce prevention, pound of cure, it's true for allergies. Because when you take a look at the top billing issues, and now pet insurance <coughs> is a big thing. Pet yeah. insurance is right. a real big thing. Mm-hmm. And and as with, with pet insurance come pet insurance businesses who track all the conditions. We had one of mine here. It was a FIGO. Fight, fight. What's the? Do you guys remember we had them on here? I think they. I'm forgetting right now, but I think it, it's well, Fido Insurance or whatever. It's oh, Fido. Yes. They're, they're whoever it was. Yeah, we had them in here uh, earlier this year, and they brought a sweet little uh, water dish for my dog. Well, <laughs> uh, well, our DVMs do ask for the same green as the medical doctors, yep. and and uh, the the insurance is 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 a growing big business. Um, but when you take uh, the advantage to me is is that they slice and dice the data pretty good. Yeah. And they're looking at those manifestations of allergy. And when you take a look at the itchy paw chewing gunky or hot spot dogs, they're great at cleaning up an ear, taking care of this and that. But without being disparaging to our DVMs, all please they can do, do, do is mass symptoms with pharma. Yeah. yeah. And that's not dissimilar from our normal yeah, exactly. doctors. Don't get me started. I, I'm, I'm trying to get you started, Steve. The whole point of having you here is to jumpstart the doggy goo. Well, thank you, Scott. I do appreciate it. And again, I go back to Technori, and you guys are jumpstarting jumpstarts like me. And I do. That's thank what you we're for trying. That. Yeah. That's that's just magical. Uh, life of an entrepreneur can be a lonely one, and no is the first words out of many people's mouths. Yeah. So, um, I, I thank you for this invite. But, you know, with my doggy goo. Um, what we're doing is attacking and recalibrating the immune system. Mm-hmm. And through this daily peanut butter treat, small traces of the pollen, mites, and molds that your dog's allergic to brought into its mouth. The mouth is slathered with peanut butter goo juice, but the allergy ingredients move at a molecular level through the very thin skin of the mouth to the blood immune system, which is where we leverage the natural adaptive power of the immune system to be retrained, recalibrated, brought to a higher internal tolerance to these troublemakers with the end result that the external symptoms are mitigated eventually are no longer triggered. So my mom has two dogs, and she buys peanut butter in bulk from Costco because she loves every single day she gives. So I have two questions. One is, is it healthier than regular peanut butter, or is it like um, a supplement inside of peanut butter? Well, um, the best therapy drug supplement in the world is useless if the patient is not compliant. And with doggy goo, what we're doing is again, recalibrating the immune system. We need that daily, daily dosing of goo. And we said, what do dogs like? And peanut butter just came. I I kept going to uh, food scientists and saying, I need something like peanut butter. And I said, well, why am I doing that? Let's just go with peanut butter. So the goo in doggy goo is the best human natural peanut butter money can buy. And to that, we add our allergy ingredients. But also, too, because the gut biome, you're probably hearing more and more about good bug, bad bugs in your gut Mm -hmm. um, are important. We also have pre and probiotics in there to support our allergy fight as well. So Jamie the Curtis would be perfectly fine with this. Get that probiotic. (laughs) Uh, It is. It really is. Heal the gut, heal the gut. By the way, heal the gut. Very cool. And then um, is there, I know that honey, like local honey is also a really good in humans um, way to combat 
different allergies that you have. Um, uh, that is great in theory, but when you look at the profile of a human allergy sufferer, um, you do have the seasonal grasses, tree and weed, pollens, i.e. honey. Mm -hmm. But man, if you even took those out of the equation and only treated that human allergy sufferer for dust mites and molds, cockroach, I'm sorry to say, mm. and also too, cat dander. Mm. Those are the biggies. In my okay. human formulation, cat is my number one uh, troublemaker in my formulation. Cat people are also one of my number one <laughs> troublemakers, with the ex exception of my team who have Fisker as the cat. But usually cat people, nah, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, cat people uh, are cat people, um, but on an allergy basis, we have a very good friend who's a, a, a realtor, yeah. and uh, she just dreads person. the day when she has to show a house that has a cat in wow. it. Yeah, I actually am the same thing. I joke about it, but like it, my eyes like well up immediately. So, wow. Bure, I went with the Bazenji dog because they're the least of the, not necessarily the least fully, but pretty close to the least oh, when it comes to allergenic. Well, if for, for your budding families out there, uh, again, because allergy is very mom and dad driven, there is a very strong uh, medical school of thought where having a dog in that infant uh, setting yeah. actually builds early tolerance. Oh, cool. Um, it even goes to the point where people that live on farms have a lower incident of yep. allergies than I this. And it's that, all yeah. about that early, um, early today, exposure. Yeah. yeah, today's kids are, are Purell clean. Um, yeah. Their their immune systems are we, lazy. We've talked about this on the show, too. It's, it's actually, we had a bunch of healthcare uh, professionals, and it was like trying to combat the, not just allergies, but everything. Kids now are so clean and spend so little time outside digging in random dirt that anything that they eat that has anything on it makes them sick immediately because mm -hmm. they like when we were kids we were playing with sticks and dirt and stuff and now they're playing on their phone and it's, right everything like you said is pure all clean and it's yeah. a legit I think it's a legit problem that we're gonna face uh, on a medical how to fix problems and using uh, you know different anecdotes and things that will not work well there is that true and you're you're actually doing your children a disservice for being so clean keep your um, kids filthy people yeah play in the dirt go out and totally. eat worms have fun uh, you know you're not gonna die you might get sick Probably. but that's why you know that's why God made you you know to to kind of throw up Mm -hmm. but, but And if it does kill you, he'll bring you back home, so it's fine. But the <laughs> one thing that also, too, and this is we're kind of digressing onto the human allergy side, but right. um, when, when you're a human allergy sufferer who have never known a day in their life when they didn't suffer from allergies to some degree, yeah. you become your disease. You're yeah. actually shaped by your disease. I, I totally believe that. And, and, then, and then, again, the progression of allergy begins as an allergy and this and that, but it will move to allergic asthma, and I'm firmly convinced that we also have autoimmune behind yeah. that. Yes. Like, sure. uh, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, stuff yep. like that. So it's all about a hypersensitized immune system. And inflammation is a big cause of a lot of diseases in your dog, in your human. And the sooner you extinguish that source of inflammation, the healthier you'll be. Uh, well, I totally agree. And I'm going to update people with... Uh we want to make sure we get the promo code. Is it Technori? What's the promo code? Uh, Technori Goo. Technori Goo. Okay, so Ooh. we have Technori Goo, uh, and that will get you guys a discount to try this out. That'll put 15 bucks in your pocket, and and uh, yes, and, and please, there's no, as my grandfather said, there's no bad questions. So call with any questions. Call. Every animal is different, but it's stressful not only for the animal, but the pet parent, and we're here for answers. And you can even write these questions on any of our Facebook posts because Doggy Goo is on almost every one of the post, posting I, comments. So you just write a, write your questions about uh, Doggy Goo in any random Technori post, and my man Steve here will come I, find I, you. Technori is on my 
on my list. I again can't thank you enough, no, Scott. Of course, and, and 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 the role that you're playing within our beautiful city of Chicago. Not you know, it's it's just and uh, sure we got the West Coast boys, we got the NYC boys, and all this. But hey, we also have Chicago. Chicago is the, there's a reason Fortune coast. 500. Yeah, best coast. Yeah. There's a reason Fortune 1,000 to 500 companies choose Chicago land area. The state of Illinois might have its problems, but everybody's got problems. Uh, it's a it's a perfect right. place for hiring and for for everything else. So. Uh, it's awesome. And who's the cornerstone of Chicago? GN. Way to go. Oh, jeez. For now, WGN, yes. They they, oh, they keep themselves You will going. be. Uh, at any rate, uh, I also wanted to make sure we show you. My mom just sent me a picture of this. I'll share this on uh, <laughs> social media. Boo Ray the dog sitting outside on the on the on the uh, sitting on the road right now, just hanging out, hanging doing out, doing what he does, doing what uh, dogs do. He's doing what Boo Ray the <laughs> Boo Ray the dog does. We'll share that on social media along with uh, with Doggy Goo. Make sure to check in with Technori Goo. Save yourself fifteen bucks. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're the best, Technori. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You can catch this episode and more at Technori.com. Download the podcast on iTunes. Stay connected. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Technori. Follow me at Katoon. And Beth, welcome back from London. Thank Yay! you so much. Where do people follow you? At Beth Bond. It's that simple. At Beth Bond. Go Technori and Doggy Goo. Boom. Boom. That's a wrap.